Welcome to Easy Brew Routine. Today, before we start the podcast, we want to talk about the Outback Bull Performance Tour. Experience a performance tour of a lifetime with the Just for Kicks Outback Bull Tour. Dance in front of 60,000 fans at the Outback Bowl in Tampa, Florida. Join us on trips to Disney World, Clearwater Beach, Busch Gardens, and so much more. Learn more at justforkicks.com. Now, to the podcast. everybody this is Cindy Clough and Allie Garretts and we're here to talk about getting the most out of your dancers in terms of faces energy excitement and basically power. performing right yep. power yeah so it all goes together so of course it's all age appropriate so you know or you have to do it different for each each age level that you may be teaching so let's talk preschool first you're great at getting your kids to do it full out and K first, that younger age. So I really feel it's all about how you're doing it at them. Like I've watched different teachers and I'm like, well, no wonder your kids are kind of doing it like Dudsley a little bit because they're not being performed at. Like I go 150 million percent at my little kids. Like I most of the time get more tired for my younger kids' classes. Year old. Yeah. Because I am going so full out. Like whether it be doing hips or doing my facials at them, make sure you're facing your little kids. A lot of times um, teachers will face the mirror instead of facing your dancers. So when they're younger, face your dancers so you're performing at them and then they kind of start copying your faces. I, even with my younger kids, will start talking about like, um, for example, I can think of a part where we went down to a little pose and then I would always say, I'm cute, I'm cute, I'm cute, I'm cute. And so we'd talk about our face for that part being super cute and they really got into doing it. So I think sometimes adding different like verbiage or different things that you do to cue their faces so they remember because sometimes they're just not thinking about it. They're like, what's my mom making for dinner? You know? Right. And I think that, that doing it to the words too, like where you said the words, I think that's really important. So, um, and, and if they're not doing it, stop and say, nope, let's try this again. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Cause you can't just accept it how it is. Yeah. You want to expect them to do more. And I think some, I mean, sometimes with the younger kids, I feel like they don't, some of them just aren't going to do it. You just right. got to keep preaching it and hoping that they start getting it. And I also think praise, praise, praise. If somebody gets attention for something, they're seeking attention. Yeah, so, and you for can, sure. Yeah, they're seeking attention. So give them attention if they're, oh, look how, you know, Jane is smiling and look how she's doing her energy. That's going to help get the other kids to do it. Totally. But then you have to notice it. Um, okay, so let's... We always often say that a lot of times teachers tend... Not necessarily, but a lot of people tend to focus on the negative. Like, you're not doing your faces. You're Quit hanging on the bar. Yep. Yeah. Rather than being like, well, look at how great this dancer is doing their faces, you know. Ignore and redirect is important. But let's go into a little bit older kids. Now, I know one thing I always say is if you're competing and you need the points, faces are like free points in bingo. Now, I, when I say that, it's harder for some kids to do faces than other skills. Some people, that's their difficulty. But we always tell our kids, you wouldn't be able to be in a, a jazz dance and not turn, stand there and not turn. So why do we allow them to not smile? 
It's a good thing to think about or not have energy. So pretend it's like a job. You were going to talk about that. It's it's your job. Tell, yeah, I just always tell my dancers that to me, I yes, I love technique and technical dancers, but more important to me is how you're making your audience feel and the emotion behind what you're doing. So whether it be a sassy jazz or an emotional lyrical dance or whatever it may be, or a Fosse style, you know, getting really into that character. And I always say as a dancer, it is your job to make your audience enjoy your performance and make them feel like, feel something from bring watching them in. you. Yep. And bring not, them in. And not just watching you do a leg and a turn, but watching you really and, and really Emote. making them feel something. So that is your job as a dancer. And a lot of that comes from how you're moving, your posture, your faces, talking about the different parts of your face. I know that's something we talk a lot about when we're teaching like an improv class, but how can you move your face differently? It's not just your eyebrows. It might be your breath. Opening your mouth slightly makes a big difference. Using that exhale on a movement can make a big difference. Um, I, I feel like looking at your facial structure is really important too. I know uh, one of my people I teach with a lot, Adina, she always talks about this with kids. But you might have a naturally, you know, when we talk about resting B face, you might have that naturally. And so sometimes those dancers maybe need to move their eyebrows a little different so that they look sad versus looking angry mm-hmm. or, you know, looking happy versus looking mad. So they have to go practice their faces in the mirror at home. And we say this a lot to our dancers. Go look at yourself in a mirror. Or and video make, yourself. Yep, or make those faces that you're making during your dance and see what vibe you're giving off to people. Are you giving off what you're wanting to give off? And I think a lot, it's just expecting them to do it, expecting them to do it full out. I think it also shows confidence. Other ways when you're trying to get those points on your score sheet your shoulders, your your, your posture is a huge your posture. Part. Your decolleté. I always say you've got to like lift from. How else would you say that? I yeah. don't know, but from your chest, chest lifting yeah. your chest. So you've got to lift and have your shoulders back and your. Head. If you're wanting to do that, or if you're doing a sad something, you might you be want wanting to cave to, in. Yep, yeah, it might be depending on the what you're doing. What are you trying to give off? Sometimes you have to show a video to kids of somebody their age and say, "Look what they're doing." You know, can mm-hmm. I do this a lot with my dancers as I'll, you know, find a group of dancers that I know are really strong and I'll make them watch it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I will make them watch so that they can go, oh my gosh, I can do it. Because sometimes if you show them dancers that are maybe way older than them or show them a college team, they're like, well, they're just really good. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to show them people around their age so that they have something to push to and know that it's possible Um, But I always just try to find stuff for them to emulate because I think that is really helpful for them to see stuff to copy. Sometimes what we've done is um, go one-on-one, like we have people in two verticals and they face each other, either sitting or standing, and they do the faces from the whole dance. I would say maybe starting fourth grade and up they could do this. But it really works well with high school and college, actually. But to try to make them do the faces the whole way through, they're not doing... So they're more marking their dance. Right. They're not really focusing on their faces faces and their emotion. And they're held accountable because they're staring face-to-face to someone else. So that really works well. The other thing is if you have a class that's struggling a lot, choreograph in faces like at a certain part you do this and then also maybe choreograph in verbals because that can help and I just think being very picky and detailed on 
the, the fact that you need to do it. You know, you, you don't let them get away with not doing it. It can't be you're practicing, practicing, and all of a sudden you get to the competition. Okay, today let's smile. That's not going to work. Another thing, in order to perform, you have to feel confident. In order to feel confident, you need to know that dance well. You can't be worrying about what's next and also worry about how great to do your face. So For sure. be prepared, be ready, make sure they know it. Good luck. I think this will help you with just a few tips here and there to help you get better facials and energy. Rehearse it. Any closing comments? I don't think so. All right. Just go for it and good luck. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. If you like the podcast, subscribe and give us a rating. We'll see you next time.